Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Friday, we were lamenting the fact that it was Friday. We were going into a weekend, and we just wanted Monday to be here. Yeah, those are the longest 70 hours (laughs) of my life, waiting from when the show ended until the next one began. To get back to a full five-day work week, it's just really thrilling, and here we are. Here we are. Welcome to it. Thanks for being with us. Got a suggestion. Uh, Of course... The big story over the weekend, uh, the suicide of, uh, <laughs> For those of watching Jeffrey Epstein. Little Blaze, air quote. Blaze TV, air quote time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> suicide. Wink, wink. Man. Got a suggestion from a listener over the weekend uh, from Tanya's roommate. Can you auction off the orange couch for Mercury One? Oh, yeah. We're getting ready to remodel yeah. the room here. and um, We think. I mean, that's we've, true. We've been told that for about two years. Oh, look at But him. that's okay. Uh, I think really this time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look keep, at that thing. Keep, look keep, how filthy. Keep that camera on. In the lower right hand corner. Yeah, right here? Look how filthy that is. Right that. there. Oh. Oh. People actually put their bodies on that couch. I wish there was a camera on this side. Oh, man. It's <laughs> nasty. It's so, yeah, if Mercury One wants us to auction that. <laughs> I bet you could get a dollar fifty. Well, oh, maybe not that, that much? much. What did I say in the tweet? Six, eight cents. Yeah, you were tweeting this morning. It was like, yeah, like a fool. I'm a tweeting fool. That's why they call me Mister Twitter. That this is why. That's, that's why. Because before the show, most hosts would be mm-hmm. prepping. Pat was tweeting you, the audience, <laughs> at Pat Unleashed, where he he, he suggested just, you might be able to get what six, eight cents. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, for the couch. Also over the weekend, Lance Armstrong tweeted about Mike Pence. I can't. I can't drop too many people on a bike these days, but I just blew the effing doors <laughs> off Mike Pence on a Nantucket bike path. Day made. What an accomplishment. What an accomplishment for a roided up uh, professional biker. I think that's what he was wow. trying to say is like, you know, I no longer mm. cheat to win yeah. when I ride a bike like right. I used to, but I just destroyed a senior citizen now, who wasn't even racing me. <laughs> it might be that he's. You know, he's just mentioning, hey, I was with Mike Pence, and I beat him, and uh-huh. that's kind of a cool way to... That's what he... I'm not sure where his I think, loyalties lie. I don't I, know. I think the uh, the more obvious answer <clears throat> is that he's just a douche. Well, that, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad Brather had a great tweet over the weekend. If you're surprised, Je- if you're surprised Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide, just imagine how surprised he was. <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, you gotta love Chad Prather here on the Blaze. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's it's really true. So he uh, he's gone. Man. We lost him. You know he didn't do himself any favors in the uh, um, compassion category when you're having sex and raping uh, small girls, <sighs> underage girls. And you've been doing that with your friends for who knows how long. And you had a whole island apparently dedicated to that craft. Uh, it's it's hard to muster up a lot of sympathy, but, you know, he still was a human being. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, for this to be called a suicide seems, <laughs> I mean, not just suspicious. Suspicious doesn't even begin to describe how shady this looks. Right. Whether it was a suicide 
or some other means of death, the fact that this happened in America, where we're mm-hmm. supposed to have a, a rule of law, a system that will deliver justice. That it's pretty convenient for an awful lot of really powerful people. A lot of powerful people. So here's the thing. He was, he was on suicide watch, but had just been taken off. Uh, they do have monitors in the prison. No, so but the, all uh, of them were pointed outside the cells, not inside. Uh, okay. Guards were supposed to be checking on him every 15 minutes, but they didn't because oh. they were tired. <laughs> what? And he was supposed to be wearing a suicide-proof jacket, but wasn't. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the last one... I'm not even sure if he wasn't wearing it. If he was wearing the suicide-proof jacket, then, you know, I mean, that tells you a lot right there. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you are to listen to some of the cell mates or the, the people who have been in this prison and have come out since, and the way they describe this, it's almost suicide-proof. Either there's, for instance, there's nothing to connect yourself to High enough, like in the ceilings of the yeah. There, he cell? said there's there's nothing in the ceiling that you can tie a, wow. a let's say a you know a bedspread to, mm-hmm. and then hang yourself from it. So who knows? I mean, it doesn't. It really looks bad. Sure this looks does. really really bad. But uh, they say he hanged himself, despite previous reports he was under suicide watch. He'd been indicted, of course, several charges of exploiting underage girls, sex trafficking, and other crimes related to those activities that took place between 02 and 05 over a lot of different places, uh, including his private island in the Bahamas that was used almost exclusively for that purpose. And amazingly, his death follows the unsealing of 2,000 pages of documents Friday that implicated a bunch of other high-profile individuals. Uh, do you think there are a lot of people who are not sad he's dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, you bet. Mm-hmm. Including, I'm sure, uh, Bill Clinton, you know, who loved to have sex with fat chicks and, and pretty much anybody that uh, allegedly maybe uh, Jeffrey Epstein could provide. Uh, but this latest cache of names included uh, James Kane, CEO of Bear Stearns, uh, Gwendolyn Beck, a politician in the congressional district. I'm sure when they saw G. Beck, they were thinking, oh, okay, we're on to something here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gwendolyn. Damn! <laughs> ah, darn it, dang, darn! <laughs> ah, if only that was Glenn Beck. Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, give Dan Rather five minutes with a typewriter, and he might be able to right? change that. Yes. <laughs> well, it has a G. Uh-huh. There's an E. There's an N. I, I, this is almost if there's just an L mm. instead of a W. <laughs> Gwen Beck <laughs> instead of Glenn. That is awesome. You know who was on this? Bill Richardson, former uh, yeah. governor of New Mexico and former presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. His name appeared on the flight log several times. Hmm. Also, he allegedly slept with one of the girls that Epstein provided him, underage. So he's, you know, he's in for some interesting days coming up.
Then you got Oliver Sacks, a neurologist, famed neurologist Oliver Sacks is on the flight logs, but his involvement with Epstein is relatively unknown. Presumably, he's one of the scientists Epstein may have courted regarding his plans. <laughs> Dude, this is a- amazing to seed the world with his DNA. <laughs> this was an interesting uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, fascinating. Jeez, was he something else? He wanted to have, apparently, he wanted to have 20 women impregnated with his seed at every, any given moment. 20 women having his children. Mm. Uh, and he was, I guess, setting up a mansion to have this happen. Uh, <laughs> what? Phenomenal. Unbelievable. I hate this. John Glenn oh, I didn't see was that. one of the names mentioned. Astronaut Senator John Glenn. Election finance records show Epstein donated $1,000 to his campaign, but the two appear to have maintained a relationship. And Glenn's name is on Epstein's flight log for September 8th, 1996. According to the logs, uh, attorney in Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz, Dershowitz was also on the flight with Glenn. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he was involved with the, with the young girls. But he did fly with Epstein. But, you know, who hasn't, apparently? Let's see. A, a lot of women are on this list. Catherine Innes Kerr and Kevin Maxwell. Um, he was 75 at the time, by the way, John Glenn, just for the record. 75? Yeah, he was born in 21. This is 96. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Check my math, folks. <laughs> yeah, we can never count on Keith's math, yeah. as we all know. Maybe he was piloting the plane that day. He can fly. Uh, <laughs> we know that. Throwing it out there. I'm trying. Yeah, that's a disappointing name. But it, again, it doesn't mean he's guilty of anything nefarious. Correct. But, uh, wow. Just really uh, amazing. That it it's so bold of somebody to actually kill him like this, if that's yeah. what they did. Prince Andrew also? Yeah, Prince Andrew's on there. Okay. Yeah, he's, he was on the previous list. Every, okay. Yeah, so apparently... Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, which I don't, I don't know what that means in relationship to the Windsor family. What it, what relation is he to say Prince Charles? Is that like a nephew or something? Who knows? They throw these titles around and <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, they should have learned when they actually took the power from these people. Maybe you just take their titles too. How would that be? No, we can't do without the british royals and the caste system we can't we cannot we can't not have that wait a minute prince andrew is the queen's second son wait what what who is the queen's son prince andrew okay so this is charles brother there you go it's prince charles brother yeah wow his older brother prince charles yeah okay (laughs) you know there you go Previously, well, that's a pretty good connection to the Windsor family. He is one. So there you go. So previously married to Sarah Ferguson, right? Is she Fergie? Oh, right? yeah. Yes. There you go. Hmm. Well, he's had an interesting life, yeah. though, hasn't he? And now, how old is uh, Andrew then? Mm. He's got to be in his late 60s, maybe, I would think. 59? 59. Prince Andrew, Duke of York, age 59. Huh. This is like a spring chicken. So, okay. So, who, if you had to guess, 
first of all, that he was murdered, which is not much of a stretch. Uh, then secondly, who did it? Who had it done? Because, mm. you know, I doubt that Hillary sneaked in and killed him no, herself. No, I'm definitely I, going with the, <laughs> the, th- the thing you can't uh, look at in Bird Box, that movie. <clears throat> That's what did it. Oh, is that what you're... He probably opened his eyes, right? Well, they, uh, the documentary says that if you, if you open up your eyes and you see whatever this object is, yeah. then you can't help but kill yourself. That's probably... I mean, don't you think there's a logical yeah. explanation? Yeah. Is what it was. They probably didn't have blindfolds. Seems as good a guess as any. Unless you're thinking maybe the Clintons did it. That might what? be a better guess. Oh my gosh, you're thinking outside the box <laughs> on a Monday morning. Early start for your cranium, man. Wow. Where'd you get that one? Uh, it's just kind of fun. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to, to speculate. Um, <laughs> we probably shouldn't, but uh, everybody's doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a big right? uh, trending hashtag, I mean, as you know. Yeah, tell me of- nobody looked up the Clinton Deadpool oh. over the weekend. Oh. Everybody did. Yeah. Everybody and I looked up several of them, and some of them <laughs> was one list that had over 400 names. Mm. 400, including some celebrities that you would never guess. Uh, Paul Walker was one of them. The actor, you know, who died in, uh, in that car crash. And then the oh, yeah. car caught on fire, and then it exploded. And it exploded like three different times. Uh-huh. So people, wow, that was weird. Uh-huh. Okay, he's driving Mercedes. Do Mercedes usually blow up on contact? I don't think so. I don't think so, but maybe. But anyway, this particular Deadpool, the most uh, legitimate one, if you can call any of them legit, is uh, I think it's only a list of, I mean, it's hardly anybody. Maybe they killed 47 people. On the low end. On the <laughs> On the low end. <laughs> but James McDougal, of course, Clinton's convicted whitewater partner, died at a, of an apparent heart attack. So that was natural causes. Uh, Mary Mahoney. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Former White House intern murdered July 1997 at a Starbucks in Georgetown. The murder happened just after she was to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Foster, you know, he shot himself five times and dragged himself across the street and dumped his body in the park. Uh, that really didn't happen. I've, I've looked into the Vince Foster thing. There are some suspicious things, like they didn't let anybody into the room right away. But, I mean, it's been investigated pretty thoroughly. Ron Brown. Um, apparently, Ron Brown was... Uh, <clears throat> close to an investigation mm-hmm. and apparently he was going to spill some kind of news about the Clintons. I think that he was ahead of the DNC, I think at the time, right? Was he? I'm trying to think of who was yeah. in charge of the secretary the, of commerce, I was say, the former com- DNC chairman. Okay. Commerce secretary at the time. Mm-hmm. That was when they were changing. Um, uh, I don't know how to word this, but uh, the purview of, the arms technology, the missile technology to China, okay? Uh-huh. They moved that from the Department of Defense to, to the commerce. commerce. Yeah. And, and right. the, the theory is that what? Is that so that they can he sell secrets to China? Yeah. And he discovered some, some shady things. And then all of a sudden he dies in a, uh, in a plane crash. And, of course, Bill Clinton broken up at the funeral. Of laughing. Rambra. Yeah. Clearly laughing. And, I mean, this is proven. There's video of it. He's laughing, and then when he looks over and sees he's being recorded, he begins, 
immediately crying. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, according to a pathologist close to the investigation, there was also a hole in the top of his skull resembling a gunshot wound. Hmm. No, it was plain debris. Mm-hmm. That just happened to mm-hmm. fall perfectly. Yeah, straight his... through his uh, skull, the top of his skull. <sighs> now, everybody else in that plane died also, but... You know, do they, I mean, would they, would they care if they're this diabolical? No. Um, a lot of these people, like five or six of, on the list, died from plane crashes. A lot of plane cl- crashes around <laughs> the Clintons, if you know huh. them really well. Yes. Air safety, not a thing. Not a thing with, with them. the Clintons. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into some of the rest of these uh, in just a second. Let me first tell you about Home Title Lock. Now, there was a teeny little breach just last week. It was the capital, the Amazon Capital One data breach. It was just 106 million people. In the scope of these data breaches, that is, that is tiny. It's hardly worth mentioning. 106 million people plus 900 million from the title company a few months ago. Now, that's only a billion people. That's only one-seventh of the world's population in, in two breaches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Ah! What? What are the odds that somebody has? Well, they're about they're about ninety nine percent probably. <laughs> so you want protection for your home because your mortgage is stored online and they can easily hack into it. Then they transfer the title to themselves. Looks like you sold them your home. Then they take out a loan using your equity and you get stuck with the payments. It's a really tough to extract yourself from this. So don't let it happen to you. Go to Home Title Lock. These are the people that specialize in protecting your online mortgage. You'll get 60 risk-free days of protection right now at HomeTitleLock.com when you sign up. Enter your address. See if you're already a victim. It's HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Uh, See Victor Razor II. Uh, he was a major player in the Clinton fundraising organization. Died in a private plane crash, July 1992. They don't really say why the Clintons would have killed him in that one, but it's another plane crash around the Clintons. Just bad planes that yeah. their friends use all the time. Maybe that's why he wanted to be president, so he could run the FAA. Maybe. Maybe, safety, maybe look into the NTSB. airplane safety. Paul Tully, uh, Democrat National Committee political director, found dead in a hotel room in Little Rock, described by a Clinton as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Hmm. Hmm. Ed Willey, uh, I believe this is Kathleen Willey's husband, Clinton fundraiser, found dead in 93, deep in the woods of Virginia, gunshot to the head. He died on the same day his wife Kathleen claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office. Uh, Jerry Parks, head of Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock, gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside Little Rock. I mean, it's a high crime area, a deserted intersection right. outside Little Rock. Mm-hmm. You don't want to find yourself there. After he died, the files there were files of a mysteriously missing from his house. They'd been removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son said his dad was building a dossier on, on Bill Clinton. What, what year was this? And he ar- allegedly, doesn't say what year this is, threatened to reveal this information. And then all of a sudden, coincidentally, somebody killed him at an intersection. Let's see when Jerry Parks died. James Bunch died from a gunshot suicide. 
What year was it for 90, Jerry? No, uh, Jerry, Jerry Parks, Parks uh, September of 93. Okay. Uh, James Wilson found dead in 93 as well. Apparent <laughs> hanging suicide. Wow. He guess, was reported to have ties to Whitewater. Guess who else died in 93? Vince Foster. A <laughs> lot of deaths in 1993. Such Just a coincidence. after he becomes president. Hmm. Kathy Ferguson, the ex-wife of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, was found dead in 94 in her living room with a gunshot to her head. It was ruled a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases as if she was going somewhere. So maybe the suicide rate in America has gone up uh, strictly from those close to the Clintons. Yeah. (laughs) Bill Shelton, Arkansas state trooper and fiancé. So Kathy Ferguson and her fiancé both died now he was critical of the suicide ruling of his fiance hmm. so much so that he also committed suicide at her gravesite hmm okay none of these are fishy at all no no i don't even know why people are talking about it what is the suicide rate in arkansas <laughs> compared to the rest of the nation fairly high gandy baugh Attorney for Clinton's friend, Dan Lassiter, died by jumping out a window, jumping out a window (laughs) of a tall building. Mm, Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, died of three gunshot wounds. Probably tough to rule that one a suicide. Suzanne Coleman reportedly had an affair with Clinton when he was Arkansas Attorney General. She died of a gunshot wound to the back of her head ruled suicide pregnant at the time of her death hmm now who shoots themselves in the back of the head uh, you don't want to see it coming <laughs> paul grober speech interpreter for the deaf from 78 until 92 she died in a one-car accident um danny casalaro investigative reporter he was investigating the stuff at the Mina Airport, which the Clintons were involved in, uh, supposedly some oh. drug deal there. Slit his wrists in the middle of the investigation. Wow, a lot of suicides. Attorney investigating Paul Wilcher, the attorney in investigating the corruption at the Mina Airport, uh, was found dead on a toilet in 1993. Doesn't really say what he died of. John Parnell Walker, Whitewater investigator, jumped to his death. Lots of suicides. Mm-hmm. Don't hang out with the Clintons. It, it it apparently really depresses you. And you <laughs> get to the point where you just can't go on any longer. Wow. Barbara Wise, Commerce Department staffer, worked closely with Ron Brown, John Wang, Cause of death unknown. She died in 96. Her bruised, naked body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. Weird. Wow. Uh, Charles Meisner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce, who gave John Wang special security clearance, died shortly thereafter in a a plane crash. That's a lot going on at the Commerce Department. If you know the Clintons, uh, stop your association with them because it's very depressing. And don't fly. (laughs) Don't. Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee, died with his attorney in a small plane crash. Uh, In addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. 
Wow. I mean, this list goes on and on and on, and then it lists all of the bodyguards who have died. Uh, There were 12 of them who were associated with the Clintons and are now dead. And then, of course, there's Seth Rich and, you know, the speculation around him. So, (laughs) I don't know. It's uh, intriguing. And I looked up many of the deaths and to just because sometimes people just make stuff up mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. It looks like the the information is fairly accurate, but you just have to I guess you just have to make the leap that because they were associated in some way with the Clintons or may have had information we don't know for sure was said to have been threatening to bring forth information. Okay, well, some of that stuff is sketchy and you just don't really know if that's true or not. Um but then, you know, you see Jeffrey Epstein. Now, it could have been a lot of different people yeah. with Epstein because a lot of people have a lot to lose in a sex scandal with underage girls. So, who knows? But I will say, wasn't MSNBC trying to pin this on uh, Trump and his people? That's what, what the, the, the yeah. uh, on Twitter Scarborough weekend, thing? Yeah, well, on Twitter this weekend, <clears throat> the right was blaming Clinton, the left was blaming Trump, and then Joe Scarborough had a tweet um, about uh, Russia. Yeah, he, he was... Uh, Which ties it into Trump. Uh-huh. Right? Presumably, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like protecting their guy in the White House. Russia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Jennifer Eroas, who accused Epstein of raping her when she was 15 years old, said, Epstein is gone, but justice must still be served. I hope the authorities will pursue and prosecute his accomplices, enablers, and ensure redress for his victims. Uh, I don't know what kind of redress she wants, but uh, maybe there's financial award. Maybe you seize his estate, divvy it up to the people he hurt and victimized. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with this. Ben Sass uh, penned a scathing letter to Attorney General Barr demanding accountability after Epstein's death. Um, He wrote, the Department of Justice failed, and today Jeffrey Epstein's co-conspirators think they might have just gotten one's last sweetheart deal. Every single person in the Justice Department, from your main Justice Headquarters staff all the way to the night shift jailer, knew that this man was a suicide risk and that his dark secrets couldn't be allowed to die with him. Given Epstein's previous attempted suicide, he should have been locked in a padded room under unbroken 24-7 constant surveillance. Obviously, heads must roll. Went on to say that the Department of Justice shouldn't be allowed to let this happen. Uh, It deprives his victims of the opportunity to confront him in court and see him held accountable for his crimes. Also makes it harder to unravel his ring and hold accountable the many other powerful men who raped and exploited these children. All of which is true, uh, but, you know, the suicide thing, I think is, I don't think that happened. Hmm. Yeah, if you had to uh, put money on it right now. He was killed, would be my guess. Do you know how? Poisoned? Mm. Maybe. Well, they're saying he was hanging. Yeah. I don't know. From what? I don't know how many people saw that, though, witnessed the body. Right. Right. I, I I mean, I would, maybe he was just strangled. I don't know. And by the way, I've been looking up um, 
I've been looking up 1993 uh, state uh, suicide rankings. I can't mm-hmm. find 1993, but I know that Arkansas overall um, is ninth. I don't know how. Far. Oh, so they do have yeah. a high suicide yeah. rate. And, but that's huh. just recent years. So I'm still trying to find. <clears throat> there's, some, there's something to that. Nineteen ninety three Arkansas yeah, suicide ranking. Seem to be a few of them. Uh kind of amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. So good. It's uh it's a way to get vegetables into your diet if you just can't stomach eating vegetables because they're so nasty. <laughs> I, I'm always amazed when I see like my wife loves them. I mean, she just thinks they taste great, including kale. Which is bitter and disgusting. Um, now, if you get plenty of vegetables that way, then then great. But if not, there is Field of Greens. All you have to do is take one scoop. It has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Put it into eight ounces of water. Stir it up. It'll taste like Kool-Aid. And you get all that real food nutrition into your diet. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here at at, uh, Pat Unleashed. The Steve42 tweets. To be absolutely clear, I don't know anything about the clintons i don't even know who they are right thanks <laughs> that's good a good point. safety tip yeah sure you just never heard of them Mm-mm. who what i don't know sorry <laughs> like i don't even believe there is a mob i don't even i don't know anything about them uh-huh. they're i've never heard of the mob i, I this close oh. to nostra i don't know what you're talking oh, I'll, about i'll tell you all about them no i know it's all right you don't want to know no uh-uh. <laughs> uh from bob Blabla. Love the blah, blah, blah. Love how the media keeps saying Trump retweeted a conspiracy theory like it's a joke, right? <laughs> yeah. it's And then they can tweet anything out. Oh, For instance, yeah. who's talking about this uh, Scarborough tweet? Are they, are they jumping all over him for actually... He didn't just retweet this. This is his theory. He's blaming... Uh, Scarborough is blaming Russia and their connection with Trump. Yeah, and, and no one ever holds Elon Omar accountable for what she retweets. She retweeted right. Tommy Lee's thing from last week. Oh my gosh, we got yeah. we've got a is that still around somewhere? Yeah, okay. We got to find that Tommy Lee t- from uh Motley Crue, right? Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable. Um so Scarborough said a, a guy who a guy who had information that would have destroyed rich and powerful men's lives ends up dead in his jail cell. How predictably Russian, he wrote. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So that's fine. He can allude to that, but nobody can bring up the Clinton conspiracy stuff. And yes, the president did retweet uh, a conspiracy theory alleging without evidence that former President Bill Clinton was connected to the death of a wealthy financier and accused sex trafficker hours after Epstein was found dead. Uh, Terrence K. Williams, conservative commenter, commentator and uh, comedian, tweeted, died of suicide on 24-7 suicide watch. Yeah, right. How does that happen? Well, because he'd been taken off suicide watch. Well, yeah, I mean, there was overtime, too much overtime for the prison And there guards. was overtime, so they... 
They were too tired to go check on him. They couldn't do that. And what about all the video equipment? It's pointed somewhere else, you know, to the more important area outside the cell. You want to know where what's going all on in the, the action? Yeah, happens. you want to know what's going on in the courtyard? Yes, right. And, yes, and, and down the uh, mm-hmm. down the down hall. hallway. See who's playing ping pong today. Mm-hmm. Table tennis, right? And uh, is there anybody working out? Let's uh, let's point it at that. I mean, it's not like we have a high profile prisoner that we should keep an eye on who is already hurts in some way either by himself or someone else three weeks ago or whatever it was Mm -hmm. uh yeah i'm sure he's fine now don't worry about it let's see what's going on in the cafeteria (laughs) it's so ridiculous it's unbelievable and we're supposed to i guess we're just supposed to buy it nobody is though nobody's buying no neither side everybody realizes (laughs) something's up here i think that's what we all agree on i i think yes i think we all agree on that something is definitely wrong. It's just a matter of who did it and and why. We probably know the why. They were probably involved with his uh, little sex ring. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. Also, Hillary Clinton said, children of illegal immigrants should be sent back. Uh, not recently. Well, she said that in 2014. That's like ancient history. Oh, yeah. That's like... How old were you in 2014? Were there dinosaurs still? <laughs> I mean, that, that's so long ago. Oh. Yeah, and the reason this is so important is because uh, last week there was a food pl- processing plant in Mississippi that ICE raided and um, took into custody, mm-hmm. uh, I think, 600 Oh, and she was pissed about illegal it. aliens, and they separated those parents from their children. And uh-huh. she tweeted out something over the weekend, basically saying, uh, "We have to send a clear message. Just because your so. child gets across the border, that this is what she said back then. Yeah, that doesn't mean the child gets to stay. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So we don't want to send a message that is contrary to our laws, or will encourage more children to make that dangerous journey." Uh-huh. Hello? Again, Putin. again, she's heart sick uh, heart over the weekend. Heart sick now. Uh, how we're treating children that are here illegally. Uh, <laughs> that is unbelievable. But just five years ago, she sang a different tune under a different president. So, Christian Amanpour back in 2014. And again, how old were you back then? Nobody even knows. There's yeah. no way to tell. It's well, too long ago. With me. You, you that, can't even do the math. math is involved on any level, you're right. I have no way of knowing. Amanpour says, so you're saying they should be sent back now? Well, they should be sent back as soon as it can be determined who responsible adults and their families are. Mm-hmm. Because there are concerns whether all of them should be sent back. But I think all of them who can be should be reunited with their families. Okay, so obviously they were even separated from their families for a time back then. It wasn't a problem to any of these hypocrite Democrats back then. They couldn't have cared less in 2014. And now all of a sudden, it's, uh, it's the worst thing that's ever happened on the face of this planet. Yeah, yeah. Is that we separate the children from the adults so that they don't get hurt by the adults when they're in custody. Yeah, they set up these kids, not, not in your cages or anything like that, right. at a um, school gymnasium with uh, food and beverage until a family member could come and pick them up. And that was the devastating scene that Hillary Clinton was referring to when she was heartsick over the weekend. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, it's just so 
the but the mainstream media again lets them get away with it, mm-hmm. and so they do, and so they do. Meanwhile, the suspect in a crash that killed a father of five was facing deportation. Uh, he was driving without a license, of course. Um, yeah, those who knew sense. Ramirez. Valiente said he should have never been driving. Yeah, this is the illegal alien that, mm-hmm. that killed the... Uh, yeah, it took people know. saying you need to say something about this to get your that family help and justice. And that's when we made the call, said a close acquaintance of this illegal alien. My heart broke for his family because this could be prevented. So last Friday, Sean Buchanan, who's a father of five, was riding his motorcycle on Highway 83 in Colorado when... Colorado State Patrol says another driver, that would be Valiente, swerved into his lane and killed him. Oh, man. His wife said he was amazing. It's trying to figure out what the new normal looks like when the old normal was so good. Really sad. So uh, the driver, Miguel Valiente received national media attention in January, seeking sanctuary Hmm. at a Colorado Springs church. He was pleading to avoid deportation to El Salvador to stay with his family. Oh. And, of course, you can't separate families when they come from some other Not Not even for five minutes while you're trying to determine who belongs where. He said, I can't be separated from them. I have always worked hard to support my family, and they depend on me. But those who knew him and his arrest history tell a different story. This family deserves to know who they're dealing with. He's an alcoholic and an abuser. But it shows you that they know exactly what to say to play on our sympathies. Yep. It shows you that they know how to manipulate us. Yeah. And you know who's separated from his children for the rest of time is his father Sean Buchanan. Five. Right. Mm-hmm. His arrest record shows charges for reckless endangerment in 2011 and domestic violence in 2016. The ones that you didn't want to separate him from. It's just despicable. Yep. In 2018, he pled guilty to a charge of driving under the influence. His license was revoked. Uh, One day before the deadly crash. His probation for that DUI was extended because he hadn't completed alcohol therapy and community service. Driving without a license and apparently dead drunk when he swerved into Buchanan's lane. Yeah, we don't know yet. They haven't released that. I mean, why else is he swerving into the lane? Yep, especially considering his history. Unless he just wanted to kill the guy on purpose. Mm. Uh, But this is the uh, best uh, that the world has to offer Mm -hmm. that's here. And uh, this guy's been having trouble uh, really with horrible. the law for nearly a decade in this country. And um, how many times do we have to see this story before we yeah. have before we've had enough? Before we've had enough of it, over and over and over, people that have been deported twice, ten times, twenty times in some cases, and keep coming back and committing crimes. We always we always act as if the breaking the border law is the only thing they've done. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. They commit other crimes as well along the way. They pretty much have to when they're here illegally. Well, yeah. Either tax evasion, which is a crime for Americans, American citizens, but perhaps not illegals because they don't seem to be punished for it. You can't separate them from their families. 
Hillary Clinton going to tweet about Sean Buchanan's family and, and tweet out the, no. the link to the GoFundMe page, which no, you can you find uh, you at Pat Unleashed on Twitter? No, you don't think she's going to do that? No, I really don't. Okay. Yeah, we've got enough um, uh, uh, deaths on highways and um, mm-hmm. drunk drivers and people that um, abuse their spouses in this country as it is. We're good. Thanks. All good. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Riduzone. Riduzone uh, contains OEA. What is that? It's a molecule naturally present in your body but sometimes you've just learned to ignore it because uh it's always been there and you've gotten used to it and you just get um, i just ignore it until riduzone comes along and adds to your oea sends a signal to your brain that you're full so you stop eating faster you you can feel fuller naturally plus it's not a stimulant there's no caffeine in this so you don't get jumpy and jittery Raise your heart rate all day long. Go to riduzone.com. It will also speed up your metabolism so that you burn fat faster. It's riduzone.com. They're so confident that this can help you lose weight. They're offering you a 30-day money-back guarantee. And you can save 30% on a three-month supply at riduzone.com. That's riduzone.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at the Pan Am Games. An American fencer took a knee while the Star Spangled Banner played during the medal ceremony for the team foil event in Lima, Peru. I like it. Race Imboden says he's willing to give up his moment at the top of the podium to call attention to issues that I believe need to be addressed. Douchebag. <laughs> I hate this stuff. Uh-huh. I just I can't take it. My pride, however, has been cut short by the multiple shortcomings of the country. Then get out. Get out and go fence somewhere else because it's a dumb sport anyway that Americans don't care about. Get out. The multiple shortcomings of the country I hold so dear to my heart. Racism, gun control, mistreatment of immigrants, and a president who spreads hate. Or at the top of a long list, he wrote on Twitter. We must call for change. This week, I'm honored to represent Team USA at the Pan Am Games, taking <laughs> home gold and bronze. My pride, however, has been cut short. And then he goes on to that rampage. <laughs> uh, uh, he's proud. Yeah, well, it's been proud. cut short, though, because of the... You know, the racism, the gun control, the mistreatment of immigrants and a president who spreads hate. That's at the top of his long list of things he's not proud of. You don't, you know, this is fair. Don't you remember all of those conservative athletes uh, during the eight years of Obama that would go around the world kneeling in no, protest I don't or that. constantly mm-hmm. bad mouthing him on foreign shores? Remember all those conservative athletes doing that? I don't. Yeah, I don't either, because it's called representing your country. You're not there representing the president of the United States, all right? So relax. Yeah, you don't do this stuff at a foreign country. Um, and, and you don't do it at a sporting event. It's not the place for it. So the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee issued a statement saying that all athletes agreed not to make political statements during the Games. Every athlete competing... The Pan Am Games commits to terms of eligibility, including to refrain from demonstrations that are political in nature. In this case, 
race didn't adhere. That's his name. Not uh, We're not referring to race mm-hmm. or racism. Mm-hmm. Color of skin, it's his name. Race didn't adhere to the commitment he made to the organizing committee. Mm. We respect his rights to express his viewpoints, but we are disappointed that he chose not to honor his commitment. Well, yeah, he can do his viewpoints whenever he wants on his own time. Not on the United States of America's time. Ugh. He could be punished for his actions. He says he doesn't regret his decision to take a knee. To lose fencing for me is the only thing in my life, other than my loved ones, family, and friends, that would affect me greatly. Good. Take it from him. Yeah. Don't let him participate anymore. <clears throat> so to hear that <clears throat> that's something that could be affected obviously scares me a lot, but I don't regret, regret my actions. Well, then, you know, punish him accordingly. <clears throat> don't let him compete for the United States of America anymore. Teach these guys a lesson. They've got to, they have to understand. This is not the time and the place, and you already made that agreement. So don't tell me it's your right to do this. You can do it on your own time somewhere else. It's pathetic. It just, it's really, really irritating. Obnoxious. And anti-American, for that matter. 888 Speaking of a real sport, uh, football. In the NFL. Can you believe what's going on with Antonio Brown and the Raiders? He goes to a brand new team. He's all excited about it, tweeting, loving it. Now, all of a sudden, well, first of all, he went into one of those cryo things uh-huh, where they freeze your body and it's supposed to, I don't know, it heals all of the inflammation in you or something. Yeah. Like 290 below zero. <laughs> he was wearing the wrong footwear and his feet got frostbite. So that's thing one. Yeah, and I. by the way, I read uh, the extreme frostbite that he's got. could take mm-hmm. one to three months before they can assess what tissue is still viable. Oh, geez. Now, that's what I read on Dr. Google. Okay, so I don't know what's going on with his feet, but just based on that well, report. You can imagine, though, if you're, if you're in an environment where it's colder than it can actually get on Earth, 290 below zero... Uh, and your feet are exposed, that's going to be bad frostbite. Yeah. That's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is, I guess. And then along comes this helmet issue. He's insisting on wearing the same helmet he's worn so for 10 years. Weird. Which I guess includes his time in college. So he brought this to the NFL with him. And now that 10-year-old helmet is no longer eligible. Based on CTE concerns and rigorous testing by the NFL for safety standards, yes. He claims the sides of it stick out too much for him to be able to see, you know, for his vision when he's trying to catch the ball. And so he refuses to wear it. (laughs) And uh, Hmm. the NFL is sticking by their rule, and he's sticking by his commitment not to wear whatever it is they want him to wear. And the guy's making... I don't know. Oh no, I looked this up. Did he's, you? Is yeah. it twenty million? Uh, is he making he's that guaranteed? Much? Uh, I'm not gonna be able to find it in time, but guaranteed like thirty million or something, up to like fifty-four million he could make. Um, with the with the Raiders? Uh, yeah. Is this over, a new contract? Over three seasons. Over three seasons. All right. So um, yeah, I'm so fifty-four million in three seasons. Yeah, he could make up to that much. So uh, at least thirty. My million. math tells me that's seventeen million a year. <clears throat> Well, that's chicken feed. I mean, how does he even, how does he make ends meet on sure. seventeen million? I mean, inflation—you got to factor that in. And you do stuff well, like and that. And now he's in California as opposed yeah. to Pittsburgh, Ohio, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, so yeah. So he, yeah. I mean, 
he's not going to be able to get by. Well, yeah, and you said, I know how mm-hmm. you, you, you said, $17 million. Oh, he can't get by on that. Now let's, mm-hmm. Okay, come on. Mm-hmm. It's only a guaranteed $30 million, So it's only guaranteed $10 million per year, Pat. Oh, wow. He can't make it on $10 million. You know this? No, he can't. Can't do that. Can we start a GoFundMe page for Antonio, Antonio Brown? Yes. Okay, now you're and, thinking. And maybe buy him a helmet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh that doesn't protrude but conforms to the standard. Apparently they've sent him the the Raiders have sent him helmet after helmet, like yeah. 10 of them, and he won't wear any of them. Of course right <laughs> right now they can't send him anything because he's gone missing. Oh, is he missing? Yeah, he just isn't reporting. They don't know where he is. That's Antonio. weird cuz just was it yesterday I just saw Gruden talking about how he supports him. Do you support him if he's gone missing and you can't get in touch with him? <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? So weird. Uh, all right. Strange stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Russian explosion we showed you on was it Friday? Thursday or Friday? Oh yeah, yeah. Do we still have that? I'd love to see that again because it's amazing. Yeah, we're gonna try to find that. Uh, uh it was a big explosion. I think they initially said it was a hand grenade. <laughs> Wait. And, uh, <laughs> no, 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 less than that. Less they, than that. They said it was like a gun depot that blew up. <laughs> a gun depot. You know, because mm-hmm. gun depots that blow up give us a mushroom, a mushroom cloud. <laughs> Absolutely. Over the entire region. Sure. <laughs> Completely reasonable. So that uh, was... Uh, first, thing, first time we saw it, we said, yeah, that looks nuclear. Uh-huh. Well... Yeah, the nuclear agency in Russia is now confirming there were deaths, and it was something that had radiation along with it. Oh, couldn't have seen that coming. So now they're saying seven people died. So I think you could probably, who knows how, multiply that by many factors. Uh, There's the explosion. Look at all those guns. (laughs) And there's the mushroom cloud. Now listen. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was a massive... Jeez. So you saw it long before you heard it, and then... Wow. The concussion on that is just amazing. Yeah, that's the word. To Boy. think seven people died in that? Come on. I well, mean, that was gigantic. Yeah, originally two, then five, and mm-hmm. now seven. Yeah. I still think we... Yeah, keep going, Russia. You'll get there. So they're thinking it's, you know, obviously the, the biggest catastrophe since Chernobyl. And who knows with the Russians, uh, you know, how much they're keeping from us. And will continue to keep from us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who knows how much we don't know about Chernobyl still. Um, So they have announced that uh, the announcement is they've given the first indication of nuclear elements involved in this blast. And it... And then they, of course, brought the number of deaths to seven. The agency said the accidents occurred during tests of a jet propulsion system that runs on an atomic battery. Hmm. Okay. Well, sure. Then that, I'm sure that's a limited nuclear explosion. But when are we going to find out the real details? I mean, they were saying in surrounding cities, the radiation level was much, much higher than normal. So... That sounds a lot like Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Apparently, this is a uh, a a missile that they're testing that's hypersonic and can reach the United States in five minutes. It, virtually any city in the U.S. in five minutes. 
from Russia. Wow. Okay, that's fast. That's fast. Now, do we have the same thing? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, and, and you know, Russia's playing games with us. What, they were flying uh, a bomber uh, something over near Alaska again, yet again? And yeah, we they've been doing to, that repeatedly. Yeah, we had to escort it away. But uh, I don't, they, they just keep testing the boundaries. Yeah, I don't like and, it. And, you know, that could lead to real disaster. I don't know why they keep doing that. And don't you think if Putin and Trump were buddy-buddy, he probably wouldn't be doing stuff like that? Yeah, I would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So in the hours following the accident, local authorities near where the accident happened said radioactivity in the region spiked and without giving details said it spiked around 11.50 a.m. The statement carried by Russian news agencies said levels later fell back to normal levels. Oh, oh I'm sure they did. Wait, who's the source on that again? Uh, Russian news agency. Huh. <clears throat> so they wouldn't, they certainly wouldn't lie. Oh, no, that's totally accurate. Never would they just... You know, cite what the government told them so to we're, say. So we're back to normal and everything's <laughs> fine. good in Russia and yeah. just carry on with your business. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Move along, everybody. There's no nuclear explosions anywhere around here. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. I don't know. Am I more willing to believe Russia's uh, official story about the explosion or that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? I think they're both equally. There's a Twitter poll for you. Valid, yeah. Look yeah, for it, it at Pat Unleashed. All right, I will. <laughs> so, uh, Beto continues to call uh, President Trump a white nationalist as we look in on the uh, 2020 election, and the Democrats that are just a bunch of buffoons, just total and complete buffoons. Uh, this thing that Beto O'Rourke is doing with the—he's absolutely a racist. He's absolutely a white supremacist. He's comparable to the Nazis. Come on. Uh, I, it's amazing that the mainstream media is not calling BS on that. Uh, but here's what he had to say about the president. He's made the case for all of us, uh, whether it was in his maiden speech for the highest office in the land, describing Mexican immigrants as rapists and criminals. Though Mexican immigrants commit crimes in this country at a far lower rate than those who are born in this country, or often warning of invasions or describing human beings as an infestation, which is how you might describe a cockroach or, or an animal, or in fact calling no, asylum seekers stop animals. <sighs> he did not describe human beings as an infestation. If you're talking about the Baltimore thing... He was talking about rats, and it's entirely appropriate to use the word infest when you're talking about rats. <laughs> Come on. You can't, just, you can't just lie about the president of the United States like that. I mean, there's plenty of real things you can say about him. You, don't be making stuff up. Uh, this guy is really irresponsible, really yeah. out of control. He is, he is desperate. Oh, he's desperately crying out for attention. Please listen to me again. Please like me again. Look how much I hate Trump. Don't you love me for it? It's pathetic. Yeah. It's, it's sad and pathetic. All right, let's hear the rest. Caging kids as you would cage an animal. Yeah, right. Losing the oh, lives geez. of seven children <clears throat> in our care and custody because he gave Did people permission that? to treat them as something less than no. human. No, he Calling didn't. neo-Nazis no. and Klansmen and white supremacists very fine 
people. And then at a rally mm. in Florida in May of this year, when he's talking about this invasion oh, of immigrants lies. coming to our country, and he says to the crowd, how do we stop these people? And someone yells out, shoot them. The crowd roars its approval, and President Trump smiles. He is giving permission. In fact, he's encouraging not just racism, mm -hmm. but the violence that follows. We've seen a rise in what hate crimes doing, every douche? single one of the last three That's years. The mosque in Victoria, Texas burned to the ground on the day that he signed his executive order attempting to stop <laughs> Muslim travel to the United States of what? America. And he's consistently <laughs> he's and persistently yeah. tried to yeah. dehumanize immigrants and especially Mexican-Americans and those immigrants coming from Latin America. And what is he doing with all of this rhetoric toward the president and everybody who likes the president? What kind of what what is what effect is your rhetoric having, Beto? Mister Irish Hispanic, what what kind of influence are you having on this race? He also said um, he was asked. So does this mean that people who vote for President Trump are racist? And here's his ridiculous. You said to me uh, last week that you thought President Trump was a white nationalist. I just wonder, sir, President Trump won your home state of Texas by nine points. Almost 63 million Americans voted for him. Do you think it's racist for, to vote for President Trump in 2020? Mm -hmm. Hello. I think it's really hard <laughs> after everything really that hard. we've seen. Uh, from his time as a candidate in 2016 mm -hmm. to his repeated warnings of invasions to his repeated calls to send them back, uh, sending back people who are U.S. citizens, sending back people who were born in this country. His description of white nationalists and Klansmen and neo-Nazis as very fine people, Pause his warnings of Muslims. Okay, can we stop with that lie? Please, by all that is holy, please. He did not call neo-Nazis. And white nationalists, very fine people. He actually said there were some bad people there. And there were also some very fine people. And he clearly, he clearly clarified that he was talking about the people at the rally the night before. Where there were other than neo-Nazis there. I, th this is just despicable that they keep doing this. You, you, they just keep repeating the same lie. You talk about a Nazi tactic, there's one. Just keep repeating the same lie. And the bigger it is, the easier it is to sell. All right, let him ramble. And neo-Nazis <laughs> as very fine people, his warnings of Muslims as being somehow inherently defective mm -hmm. or dangerous okay, and attempting to the ban supporters. them from entry. Are they racist? The voters. His transgender troop ban and his attack on anyone mm -hmm. who does not look like or pray like or love like the majority of Pause this it. country. Uh, yes, dump I can't. I just can't do it. Yeah. Does he ever say that they are or they're no. not? No. He never says they're not. No. No. He, he, he can't even finish the sentence <sighs> when Tapper asks him. What did he say? You know, it's very difficult. Yeah. That's what he said. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> in other words, wait, it, remember the question very was... Difficult. Are the people who voted for him racist? Are they white nationalists? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's very difficult. What? To what? To what? To if for finish a thought? To... <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> he is the worst. Oh, he's, he is really bad. Oh. He is really bad. When we don't have to hear from him anymore, it's going to be a great day. It really is. <laughs> will you write a Happy Day song when yes. he drops out? Yeah, I think I will. I think I will. <laughs> it is, And hopefully that day will come really soon because the guy is just 
not doing well either. He's gone from 13% support to two or three in some polls. And he just, I know he's desperate. And that's that's why he's as outrageous as he is. Yeah, but he does push-ups in the airport. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there's yeah, that. There's, there is he's that. Got, he's, got, he's got poetry that he dedicates to cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh-huh. writes short stories about, about murdering over children. Uh, children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he doesn't want them in cages, but he does want them run over. <laughs> well, that's better because at least they're free, you know, when you run them over and kill them. Because uh, didn't he do that 36 times or something or he fantasized about it till there were 30? I forget what the 36 was. He's but so why is Trump weird. should be on that. Yeah. He, he should be throwing well, that stuff out because well, I'm tired of I this I don't guy. know that he wants to give him any... Airtime at this Maybe point. Not. Well, I don't know. He does tweet. He's been tweeting quite a bit at him, so I stand corrected. At Beto? Yeah. Has he? Yeah, oh. just telling him to shut up. <laughs> I don't know, like go away or something. I forget what it was, but it's fun. It's entertaining. Well, he is an embarrassment. He's an absolute embarrassment. He's an embarrassment to the Democrat Party. He's an embarrassment to America. And he's certainly uh, an embarrassment to Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. As far as some of these other candidates, uh, we had a really interesting interview from John Hickenlooper in Denver over the weekend, like I think Friday. Do you want to start on this now? Because it's, (laughs) I don't know how much of it you want to play. It's, uh, you thought that the Beto interview with Jake Tapper was rough. That actually was incredible compared to Hickenlooper's day with the uh, Denver talk show host. Uh, Dan, somebody or other from KHOW, I think it is, K-H-O-W in Denver, uh, thought that he had an interview with Hickenlooper where they could talk about virtually anything, and he asks him he asks him about abortion. This is Hickenlooper, uh, kind of hemming and hawing about abortion, uh, and then it, it gets weird. I'm not sure I want uh, some legislator, mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or or a sheriff coming in and, and making that decision for her. Well, um, okay, so he doesn't want a legislator. Deciding whether or not you should be able to murder people. <laughs> I mean, if you since, put it like that, Pat. Since when <laughs> is that the purview of the government? All of a sudden, now you want government involved in things? All of a sudden, now government's supposed to be involved in matters of life and death? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've always said, you know, that they protect the public safety. We've always said that. There are certain things the government does. One of them is to make laws <laughs> where you can't kill people. Yeah, and, and never mind, never mind that. Just it's a legislator's job to I don't know, Mr. Hickenlooper, legislate. Yes. I yes. mean, regardless of what it is. I, it's just, but this is yeah. their continued effort uh-huh. to make it not really uh a thing. The the life involved is not an issue at all. It's just the choice of the woman. Mm-hmm. It's her body. Don't worry about the separate body inside. Don't worry about that. There's nothing to that. Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it's a last-ditch effort to save a woman's life. But no, I thought you were uh-huh. going to talk about you were talk, wanting to talk oh. about gun safety. <laughs> well, I, I absolutely but, do but want to talk about that. But person. so well, do, I got a, I've only got two more minutes. So <laughs> well, that, that wasn't two minutes. Are you kidding me? That's, I, oh, I that, that's a road. joke. What I'm sorry, I sir. That's I, that's a joke. If I <laughs> nice. ask you a tough question on abortion, which you refuse nice. to answer directly, now you tell me you have no, two I minutes. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Hey, listen, Dan, I, I, I apologize that, that that you guys can't be direct in, in what you want to do. Governor, we specifically discussed oh, it with your staff. Your staff told us no limits. Everything's fair game. 
Well, I made a Again, point of that. I, I had my producer call your staff this afternoon. Staff and shaking said, head saying just the opposite. I said, tell just, the governor. Tell sure the governor. I, I, I want to ask I'm about sure everything. I, I trust that there's an email there that will verify what you're saying. No, they talked about uh, it on the phone. They t- well, I specifically said, hey, let them know I want to talk uh, about everything. And- okay, now, whose who's staff are you believing at this point? The politicians or the talk show hosts? Because for me and mine, I'm believing the talk show host. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because you're implying yeah. that you trust me. Well, uh, let's not get ridiculous. But <laughs> I trust his staff. Oh, I see. I got you. My, my bad. Okay, we're cool. I got it. Now we're on the no, same page. No, if you told me, hey, the governor said it's all fair game, yeah. of course I would believe that. Mm-hmm. And then because we would make it clear, and we always did, especially on Glenn's show, we yeah. would do a lot of interviews. We always made it clear. Look, we want to ask you about this and this and this. If they said no, then the interview wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. If they said yes, then it would be on. Yeah, you ambush people, you're never going to hear from them again. It's not cool to ambush people and say, hey, we want to talk about, you know, we want to talk about gun control, and then you ambush them with abortion. That is not cool. But somebody's lying here, and I'm Mm -hmm. guessing it's Hick and Looper's staff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about guns because I've got about a minute. I'm sorry, sir. If you're giving me two minutes and you're limiting the topics, Mm -hmm. then this isn't a real interview. (laughs) Nice. This isn't a real exchange. I'd love to have a real (laughs) conversation (laughs) with you. Well, I'm sure that well, we'll have that chance. Uh, let me let me ask you this question. Huh. Let's say that an infant is born oh. alive after a failed abortion. Right. At that point, should the infant should it be required that the infant receive medical care? I'm not going to answer any of these hypothetical questions. As if I'm, you know, the supreme decider on 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 one issue or another, you could you could design. Mm-hmm. Dozens and dozens of hypothetical questions. Oh, no, we're we're asking actual real life yeah. things here that have actually just recently been hugely prevalent in the news. That was a that was a law. The New York the, law. And the and the governor of Virginia yeah. was discussing it in his state. Right. <laughs> and so he's refusing to to get into any of it. And then he tells him he's only got one minute. <laughs> and then and then they they decide at the end. Uh, Hickenlooper says, I'd love the chance to come back on and, and do this again. And the host says that he would love to have him back on, which at that point, he's in the wrong because he should have just said, no. No. <laughs> I don't ever want to. I don't want to hear no, you again. No, I don't want to hear from you again. Period. <sighs> you blew your chance. That's it. Yeah, and you know why Hickenlooper had to run, right? I mean, you can't change the start time of the movie, and he was about to catch a matinee with his mom. <laughs> so... Probably what was going on in the background <laughs> at there. one of the downtown theaters. Yeah, like, yeah, of course, uh-huh. where they don't do all the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> right, from what Jeffy tells me. <laughs> all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust dot com. One thousand active agents strong, with another five thousand on a waiting list. It's a really great network of realtors, and they have a high sense of urgency. They respond to your inquiries in minutes, not hours. They get back to you. Uh, they return your phone calls. They are interested in selling your property as quickly and for the most money or getting you a house for the right price. And if you are relocating to a, a new area, then you really need good realtors because you got to sell your home on one end and buy another one on the other. And that has to happen, you know, in, in a pretty good sequence and in a timely way. 
Our realtors have a long track record of performance and success. There's no part-time agents. There's nobody who has a bad track record. And they're all fans of the show, so you have that in common immediately. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, The pickled squirrel tweets, I do the cryotherapy, and it is mandatory to wear socks. We were talking about the Antonio Antonio Brown situation. Apparently walked in barefooted into a cryo chamber. You just go to a strip mall, and you're like, ah, I I need to do this. Try this out. You just walk in there and just have at it. So it's mandatory to wear socks, Crocs, gloves, and underwear. All other skin below the neck is exposed. It's perfectly safe when done correctly. Which is weird, because, you know... Antonio Brown's done it multiple yeah, times. You'd think he'd I don't know, know how this. many, but many times. And yeah, you would think he'd know. Okay, well, I gotta. Even though I think he did this in France, he was on vacation, decided to get some cryotherapy, and went in barefoot. I guess uh, weird. Inconvenient poot tweets. <laughs> uh, only a Clinton associate could hang himself where he couldn't physically hang himself. Clinton associates, the MacGyvers of suicide. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Bob tweets, wait, Antonio Brown is missing? Did he have any dirt on the Clintons? It's <laughs> a good uh, question. Huh? I don't know why we didn't ask that question. Right. If he is missing, uh how do we know he didn't have how dirt on the Clintons? Do how know? do we know? We don't. We just don't know. Where was he uh I'm, just, I'm now now I'm, now I'm curious. Now I'm looking to see if he has any connection to the state of Arkansas. Quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> curious. <laughs> no. Uh, Where would he go to college? Miami. That's right. I had forgotten that. Yeah, I, I did too. All right, Carson in Idaho. Hi, you're on the blaze. Oh, Central Michigan. Sorry, born Hello. in Miami. Hey, I was just wondering how come gun violence on television or on the news gets broadcast every hour for about two weeks mm-hmm. and. Whenever somebody goes out and uses a knife to stab a bunch of people, you only hear about it once. Here's the reason. They're less dead when you use a knife. Is that right? Yeah. They're less They're less dead. Huh. Yeah. I guess that's the deal. Uh, they don't die as much as they do when they're shot. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. That makes sense now. Good question, though, Carson. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do wonder that. But, yeah, that's the answer. They're uh, they're not quite as dead, not as dead when you use a knife. So, <laughs> of course, the real answer is it doesn't fit the agenda. Oh, okay, and we kind of know that, right? Well, because well, dead is dead, right? Sure. If if I were to shoot you in the head, okay, would you be any more pissed than if I stabbed you to death? Well, I wouldn't be pissed at all because no, yeah, because I'd be dead. Which would you rather? <laughs> which would you rather? Frankly, I think I'd rather get shot in the head. That's quicker than hmm. being repeatedly stabbed. And by the way, um, knife stories would become an issue, um, like they are in Britain. Once they get rid of the guns, then they go after the knives. And admittedly, that happens. See Britain. Yeah. What was it? The mayor of London who said, I think he was even asked, well, will you do like a uh, waiting period on knives? Well, yeah. If it gets that bad, yes, we will. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So they were going to ban knives, right? In or I don't know. You can only buy butter knives or something. Yeah. 
I don't know. There was some weird legislation either considered. I don't remember if it actually yeah, came to fruition. They do have something there they have where something. they track yeah, knives, I knife know. purchases. All right. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. This is a fantastic service. We know Google and YouTube are, are not just silencing conservatives online. They're manipulating their algorithms to try to interfere with the 2020 election. Meanwhile, Verizon and AT&T are taking proceeds from your phone bill and donating to progressive causes. Things like uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, things that promote illegal immigration and gun control. Now, you don't want that. You don't want to support companies like that. If we stick together, we can make a difference. And that's why there is Patriot Mobile. Veteran-led, and they take a proceed of your bill every month and donate to causes in which you believe. Unlimited plans start as low as $25 a month, and you get the same crystal clear nationwide service. It's really easy to switch. Just go to PatriotMobile.com, select your plan, and get a free month of service when you use the offer code Come on over, all one word. PatriotMobile.com, offer code Come on over. Go there right now. Pat Gray, Unleashed. All right. Uh, as we look at these candidates for 2020 on the in the de- Democrat Party, uh, so many good ones. Too. Oh man, where do, where do you begin <laughs> as we look at them? With 25 just gems. How do you pick? <laughs> How do you choose? It's just too good. Well, the leader of the pack, uh, Joe Biden, was out saying some really amazing things over the weekend. I mean, that's all he does is say really amazing, amazing things. <laughs> that's what he does. That's who he is. It's what he's all about. Um, here he is talking about the Second Amendment. You know, it's not absolute. Come on. Uh, here's what he had to say. The Second Amendment, no amendment is, in fact, absolute. Oh. You oh. cannot. Yeah, clap for that, morons, idiots. Oh, you geez. cannot stand up in this hall and yell fire. Yeah, that's, that's a different amendment. That's not freedom friend. of speech because they mm-hmm. know the consequence of yelling fire, there'll be a stampede right. and mm-hmm. some will be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for the fact that shall not be infringed is pretty absolute, douche. Okay? <laughs> the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Mm. There's no gray area there. That's not it's not like the First Amendment where you're yelling fire in a crowded theater. That's just it's stupid. You're comparing apples to oranges there. Uh but he does he he goes on to say what the Second Amendment really says. Oh, oh, good. So he didn't leave us hanging. Finally. Here we go. Who in God's name needs a weapon that can handle a hundred rounds? For God's sake. (laughs) By the way, let me get some one last thing straight. Pause it for a second. don't apologize. Okay, just taking the Lord's name in vain doesn't really help your point. I mean, it it really doesn't enforce it. It doesn't enhance it. And it doesn't mean anything. You could say all you want that you don't need this or that. The Second Amendment doesn't say anything about what you need. It doesn't say anything about need. It's what the government can't stop you from doing. And who knows what we'll need if the government ever turns on us. Are you telling me you uh, a hundred a hundred uh, bullet chamber, a hundred bullet magazine would be excessive if the government ever turned on us? It's all about that. It's not about hunting and fishing. It's not about what I use at target practice. It's about protecting ourselves from oppression. 
What if we ever have an enemy sweep through our nation? You think that's out of the realm of possibility? Would you want 100 rounds then? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Do I need... Do I need? Uh, it's none of your business what I need. <clears throat> and yeah, if I want to go hunting with a 100-round clip or magazine, I'm going to get in trouble with uh, gun enthusiasts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I got a better shot at bagging a deer if I have 100 rounds on me and I can just keep firing at the thing. Margin for error. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's none of your business what I need. All right, finish it up. <laughs> One last thing straight. Folks, don't apologize at all about the Second Amendment. I wish you, the they, Second Amendment mm, says that mm-hmm. we can limit who can own a weapon. No, it they doesn't. They can limit what kind Where? of gun you can own. No, These it guys doesn't. will tell you the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Give me a break. Oh. If that's about... No, I really mean it. No, I really mean it. I really mean it. Concealed weapons. Come uh-huh. on. Come on. Come on. Show me where it says that, where the Second Amendment limits you to anything. Show me. Yeah, if and, uh, if I want to mm-hmm. build an aircraft carrier in my backyard, I probably, under the Second Amendment, should be able to do it. Well, you're forgetting the part of the Second Amendment in parentheses that says, come on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Like uh, after, right. after the Second Amendment, it just says, the come, on come on clause. Yeah, come that's a powerful clause. point. Come on. Somebody else used that last week, too. Oh, it was Beto, I think. Come on. Yeah, that's a good argument. Yeah, you got me there. When you said, come on, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Wait, oh, no, no, it was Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Was it? Yeah, okay. during his little stupid oh, that's monologue right. at yeah, the that's right. gun. Come on. Home. And it was over the same thing. And they're using the same argument. Come on. That, I, that is their refrain. Come yeah. on. Whoa, boy, boy. Whoa, you, you're you you're holding me. I, I can't. Your argument's holding all the water. Uh, I, I can't dispute. Come on. That's pretty pretty potent. <laughs> pretty potent. <laughs> Come on. And this guy is just, and he even admits it, he's nothing but a gaff machine. I mean, this is the same guy, by the way, who a couple of years ago said, get a shotgun. Get a shot. I bet he wouldn't even say that now. I bet, no. I bet you don't even deserve a shotgun anymore to Joe Biden. Uh, because all these arguments have changed so dramatically in the Democrat Party. Uh, they are so radical, so extreme now. Whereas they used they they used to be a little bit shy about coming out against the Second Amendment. Now, no, nah, look, listen to that. Listen to it. It's not absolute. You can't own certain kinds of weapons. Show me that. Show me where it says that in the Second Amendment. It doesn't. Um, so here he is uh, talking about when he was vice president and uh, the Parkland shooting. I watched what happened when the kids from Parkland marched up to, and I, 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 I met with them, and then they went off to up on the hill when I was vice president, and they went off the hill what? to go into those neighborhoods. All those congressmen were like, no, I'm not here. I'm not here. I, I'm not, don't, don't tell them I'm around. He just made up a lie there. <laughs> he wasn't vice president when the Parkland shooting happened last year. Wasn't it just last year? Yeah, it was uh, February 2017, or 2018. Yeah. Uh, it's like two years after he left, a year and a half, a year and several months after he left office. He left office in January of 2017. This is 2018 in what, May? Uh, April? What, what, the shooting? Yeah. February, it was oh, on was Valentine's Day. February oh, okay. 14th, 2018. All right, so it was like a year later. 
a year and a, maybe a couple of weeks. But you're just making stuff up. The Parkland kids came up to see you when you were vice president? What? Jeez. <laughs> that's not just a gaffe. That's just a flat-out lie, just a fabrication. He just made it up on the spot. Pathetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, really bad stuff. So, right now, the mainstream media is trying to cover for him. Um, the Washington Post fact-check database, they just released this. They claim, oh yeah, sure, uh, Biden makes some gaffes. But President Trump <laughs> has has had 10,796 false or misleading claims in 869 days in office. Okay. Says you... Now, sometimes does he say things that are false or misleading? Yes, I think we've documented that. But 10,796? And when did you ever fact check Obama? Or Biden, for that matter. (laughs) uh, To that extent. Uh, Never. uh Uh, It's just... uh, I mean, this is on the heels, too, of him saying last week at the Asian Latino Coalition Town Hall... Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie daisies. Well, he's got it going on, Joe <clears throat> Biden. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, but that's who the Democrats are hitching their wagon to right now, correct? Yep. I mean, the lead's getting a little smaller, but he's still firing away their choice right now. <laughs> okay. As far as the poor kids are just as talented as white kids, he said, yeah. look, I misspoke. I, I meant to say wealthy. Yeah, well, then why did you say white? little Freudian slip there, Mr. Racist. You want to hear that again, or they've got it queued up if you sure. want to hear that? Sure, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. The other thing we should do is we should challenge these students. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. Mm-hmm. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> uh, uh, wealthy kids, black kids, a- Asian kids, kids who climb on rocks. You can't help but go to the Oscar Mayer jingle after that. <laughs> you know, the fat kids, skinny kids, even kids with chicken, chicken box. Dogs. Yeah. They all love hot dogs. Armor hot Armor dogs. hot dogs? Ky- the, the dogs. Mm-hmm. Kids love to bite. Kids just love to bite, yeah. yeah. They do. Uh, then, of course, uh, at the State Fair, Iowa State Fair Thursday, he said, we choose truth over facts. It does seem like something George Bush might say. Uh, look, we choose we choose uh, truth over uh, uh, facts. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, wait. Hold it. What? Uh, and for the second time in three months, Biden Thursday caught himself when he referred to Margaret Thatcher, who died six years ago. Uh, and the last time she was prime minister was 29 years ago. He referred to, uh, he meant Theresa May, but he said Margaret Thatcher. And corrected himself on that Freudian slip. Good grief, man. At a fundraiser in San Diego, on Sunday night after the massacres in El Paso and Dayton, he referred to the tragic events in Houston and Michigan the day before. <laughs> that is amazing. Remember how lost he looked during the debate when at the end he said, go to Joe, three oh three. Three o instead of text Joe to three o three three o. 
you thought it was a website or something? Yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> he's just bad. He's, he's just terrible. By the way, if you hadn't had a chance to vote, uh, go to Twitter at uh, Pat Unleash. We're asking which you're more likely to believe. Uh, that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself or the Russia explosion is no big deal. It's no, it's a non-issue. Um, right now, uh, two to one, uh, Russian Epstein? explosion, no, no big deal. They're more likely to believe than Jeffrey Epstein oh, okay. killed himself. Right. 63 yes. to 37. <laughs> I'm right. Be sure to vote. You got till tomorrow. Wow. <clears throat> All right. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Let's see. Let's go ahead and do some of these. Uh, I think we have some fun videos. You want some fun? You want, you, you I'm, want... Just, I'm so frustrated with the uh, candidates. Yeah. I can't take it. Well, do you want to make fun of another country's uh, issues in uh, clip seven there? with uh, The anti-Brexit the, the, rap? These old people yes. doing this rap out on the All street. Right. Uh, perfect fit AR. So they're anti-Brexit people, right? And they, they did a little rap about it. Yeah, they want to stay with the EU. <laughs> May has mucked it up. May has mucked it up. Yes, May has mucked it up. May has mucked it up. We need to check it before we Brexit. Oh. Brexit isn't worth it, Theresa. We need to check it before we Brexit. Oh. Brexit isn't worth it, Prime Minister. We need to check it before we Brexit. <laughs> I love when old people. Brexit isn't worth it. That's embarrassing. It's bad, man. You gotta check it before you Brexit. Oh, now that right there reminds me of the B-52s. Or uh, Yoko Ono. (laughs) Or Yoko, there it is. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was... uh, (laughs) And her wonderful uh, song stylings. (laughs) She was so good. Just checks it before we Brexit. We haven't had an offering from Yoko in in some time. Whoa, whoa, don't ask for that. I'll find it. Or the the listeners will find it, and they'll be tweeting it uh, later today. Ah, She just had a release last year. Here it is. I'm surprised you missed this, Pat. Keith, make sure Pat plays this on the show. (laughs) Okay. Oh, believe me, you don't want that to happen. Uh You would come to hate that after a while. If you want to send it to me, it's at Keith Malinak. Just look for the other guy on Twitter. You'll find me. (laughs) Oh, by the way. One more thing on Biden. Um, When you look at his past and the statements that he made uh, before, it's pretty amazing to compare the things he believes now. It it shows you how extreme all of these people have gotten. It's really amazing. And it's not just on immigration, uh, the Fed. I mean, they were so conservative on so many items. And they have gone so far the other way. Um. Biden last month, surveying his uh, fellow 2020 Democrat candidates, took the opportunity to take aim at President Trump. He said, this is America and we're strong and great because of this diversity, Mr. President, not in spite of it. Well, it's a little different than what he said in 19... What was this, 76? 76 is a great year, Pat. 1976. Okay, so it was a while ago. But again, it shows you the evolution of these radicals. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, mean, some of us were born in that year. 200th year anniversary. Yeah. Um, I was in my mother's womb at the time. Oh, were you? Yeah, or or about to be in a few Uh years. Few oh, years. oh, really? Yeah, a few years down the road. I spent part of that year yeah. in my mother's womb as well. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> uh, in 1976, he really said the opposite. He was at a uh, Jefferson Jackson dinner 
in Boise in February 76. And he said, I told you in a previous speech about my view that the uniqueness of America didn't lie in the fact that we're a great melting pot. We hear that all the time about it being black and white, rich and poor, Christian and Jew. Therefore, we're strong. I told you then, I thought that was a bunch of poppycock. Wait. Yeah, he actually used the word poppycock. Okay, well, that's the word. Which is, uh, I mean, that should have been a massive penalty right there. Poppycock. The fact we are black and white doesn't bring us together as a nation. The fact that we're Christian and Jew doesn't send us running into one another's embrace to herald our differences. The fact is that people fear differences. The fact that the reason this nation is able to be most heterogeneous, the most heterogeneous nation in the history of mankind is not because it's a melting pot. It's because unlike any other nation in the world, we are uniquely a product of our political institutions. <laughs> if France tomorrow, for example, were to turn to a, a monarchy, I told you I did not believe that France would substance, substantively change. Because in France, there's an ethnicity that binds them together, a cultural tie. You don't have that in America? Hmm. All right. And then he said uh, in the Idaho speech, he warned that the country might collapse before 2000 if politicians didn't regain the trust of the American people. Just look around this country to see how different we are unless we get the American people from Delaware to Idaho, Massachusetts to California believing that the political system can produce results for them. This country is going to spin apart like a gyroscope out of kilter. So he's saying that our diversity was killing us back yeah, in 1976. That's, that's what's going to be our undoing. And now it's the great thing that binds <laughs> us all together, our diversity. Wow. Uh, it's just that's uh, amazing. That's it's light years amazing. away from anything Trump has said. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, he's, well, you can't say this today, you right? Can't, he's literally saying say that our diversity and our lack of a common culture, effectively, <clears throat> is going to break the country apart before the year two thousand. Yeah, he said this in nineteen seventy-six. Yep. He claimed diversity drives us apart <laughs> as a society. End quote. <laughs> I. <laughs> And now today, it is the exact opposite. <laughs> and if, but if you don't bow down to that diversity theme, uh, you're a hater and a racist. You know, it used to be that these diverse cultures came together and created uh, something great and unique. But we were together. And you all kind of became part of the same whole. But now, it's more of a stew. Right? Because you've got... You've got all these different elements in it that never come together. Chunks. And it doesn't, you know, ask the Balkans how well that works. you got all kinds of different languages, different cultures, different ways of life. Uh, and if you, you never come together, you never agree on, on one certain culture or one certain language, it does drive you apart. But they certainly won't. I mean, Democrats today would never say that. By the way, we talked earlier today about that uh, Tommy Lee retweet. Ilan Omar retweeted this Tommy Lee rant against Trump. Uh, you Trumpsters better pray that liberals never gain control of the White House again. Oh, I am. I am <laughs> praying about that, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, because we're going to pay you back so effing hard for all of this S. 
Planned Parenthood's on every damn corner. Yeah, uh, wouldn't that be lovely? We're going to repaint Air Force One. Uh, let's say um, some kind of hat pink and fly it over your beloved Bible Belt six days a week, tossing birth control pills, condoms, and atheist literature from the cockpit. We're going to tax your mega churches so bad, Joel Osteen will need a job at Chick-fil-A to pay his light bill. Speaking of Chick-fil-A, we're buying cult leaders. Tortured with conversion therapy. Hmm. Have fun with the new menu, you bigoted Fs. <clears throat> yeah, but he's certainly yeah. not bigoted against anybody in this country, right? This that's, is Tommy Lee. That's the great thing. Uh, former drummer of the band Motley Crue. Is he not uh, still with Motley Crue? Do they still make music? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I hated cares? him then. Yeah, who cares? I hate him even more now. Go back and make a porn video with Pam Anderson or whatever it is you do. Shut your mouth. She's too busy with... So uh, ridiculous. What's his name? Down in that... Julian uh, Assange. Yeah, Julian Assange. <laughs> Sorry, she's moved on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, what a lunatic. But again, that's all loving, right? And and wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah I, exactly. That's all loving. The left paints the right as... As hateful. Full of hate hate for others <laughs> but yet it's time and time uh -huh. again that mm -hmm. we hear some voice from the left that's just so ludicrous seething with hatred mm -hmm. and just it's, i mean clearly wants to kill people clearly come on i mean you talk about inciting violence isn't this worse than anything you've ever seen from donald trump come on <laughs> that is ridiculous uh all right Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We also have all right two dog videos. Oh wait, no, we have a no. We dog have a video. dog video and a dolphin. We have two animal videos. Look at this. That yes. may actually see the light of day here. Happy Monday to you. First of all, here's the dolphin. There's a dolphin playing with uh, jellyfish, just tossing <laughs> them up in the air. I mean, he's and bored. I guess this. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like he's like bullying jellyfish, just flipping them up in the air like this. And, Should uh, we be sanctioning these dolphins? Or oh, oh yeah. there, there oh. goes. <laughs> Get out of my way! Get out and he my just, way! Flipping them up in the—that is really something. Dolphins are dolphins something. That, yeah, are amazing. Yeah, yeah, dolphins. You point it out all the time. They are, are smart, so intelligent. Yeah, dolphins actually uh, have little games they play underwater that we don't know about, but was filmed by I don't know one of those nature films I watched from the BBC. Oh yeah. What yeah, they, they they'll take little shells and they play catch with it. They keep it from falling all the way to the floor of the of the ocean. Oh and they, wow! Yeah, there'll be a bunch of them just knocking it up, and and then they'll catch it and bring it back up and let it go, and then somebody else will grab it before it hits. Oh, yeah. and bring it up and let it go. But when they yeah. when, when they screw it up, if you're the last one to touch it before it's the sea floor, they kick you out of the pod, or how they does kill that? you. They yeah, they, they kill, kill you. Kill you. Yeah, they slam into you with their with their snouts until you're dead. Uh, so it's a little harsh. Wow. Yeah. Not a game I want to play. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend but the letting the shell fall all the way because they'll turn on you. That's and right. they'll turn on you hard. They'll throw you in that uh. tuna net. <laughs> You're next. So that's a good segue into the other animal video talking about keeping stuff up in the air. Yeah. You want to see the little doggy video here? Somebody yeah, says? Dog playing with a beach ball here. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> Boom. That is awesome. Boom. That, that is, is really cool. So cool. Now that's good. That's yeah. that's a doggy athlete. It's a dog fleet. 
A dog fleet? A dog fleet. A do- you know what? That reminds me. There was an animal video we never got to a couple weeks ago. I don't think we did. A um, bunch of folks are uh, standing around in a circle at the beach. Mm-hmm. And in that circle um, was a dog. And they were just kicking the soccer ball around. Did we get to that uh, on the show? Uh, I don't think And the did. dog would keep it going and hit it back to the group. Dogs are smart. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. I, Some dogs are. I own the dumbest dog and the yeah. smartest dog in the world. So. Well, I don't know. I might have a little competition for you. Whoa, whoa, My what? wife would say this dog is really smart. But. Okay, what's your dog's name? Mm-hmm. Belle. Oh, Belle. Okay, there's no one in my household that would say Tilda is smart. She, um, over the weekend, I put food and water in a, in a little pin, mm-hmm. and she watched me pour the food in there, and she stood on the other side of this pin like, how do I get to that food? You walk around where the one side doesn't have a wall. Oh, uh, it's a. I mean, that's she's, difficult to figure out. No, <laughs> she's not. Uh, she's not a not a brainiac. That dog. You think she's Einstein or something? She could just walk around and uh, get into the go in through the opening. Your pet heads uh, have seen documentation of this. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll drop food to her, and she just lets it bounce off her nose onto the floor. It's like, no, you open your mouth and you catch it. It's food, dog. <laughs> she is not right, that Matilda right. girl. Hmm. Sad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Use that number tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Also, they've done another poll, by the way, on Native Americans on the name Redskin. Oh. Yeah, almost all of them are still proud of it. <laughs> they love it. 90%. Said it doesn't bother him. Only 9% describe themselves as offended by the name. Wow. Jeez. But I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I thought they all hated it so badly. Yeah. Apparently not.